The 2022 Axis Sports Facilities and Franchises and Ticketing Symposium officially got underway in Nashville last night with a reception at the Titans Nissan Stadium. SBJ this week will tap into the city's rich musical history and vibrant and growing sports franchises. A cornerstone of the program includes a tour of Nashville SC's Geotis Park, showcasing the latest in MLS stadium design. Program lineup will examine the fundamental challenges and opportunities ticketing team and facility executives face on a day-to-day basis. Our sister company, Sport Techie, will host a technology module that will dive into the latest in-venue and ticketing technologies. Follow along over the next few days at sportsbusinessjournal.com. Good morning. It's Wednesday, September 14th, and this is your SBJ Morning Buzzcast. I'm David Albright, filling in for Abe Madcore. Monday Night Football dominated the Emmys on Monday night, and the first game of ESPN's NFL slate delivered a sizable uptick, reports our Austin Karp. ESPN, ABC, and ESPN2 combined for 19.79 million viewers for the Seahawks' win over the Broncos, up 17% from the Ravens-Raiders game to start last season, which also had the TriCast. ABC had 10.3 million viewers for its simulcast, while ESPN had just under 8 million. The Manning cast on ESPN2 delivered 1.5 million viewers, up from 800,000 for the debut telecast in Week 1 last year, but it's just below the 1.6 million viewers that the Manning cast averaged over nine games last season. Meanwhile, NBC averaged around 5.9 million viewers for the Emmy Awards, a record low for the event, and the first time it has drawn under 6 million viewers. College football continued its upward trajectory in Week 2. Alabama's late win over Texas on Fox in the big noon Saturday window was easily the most watched game of Week 2, delivering 10.6 million viewers. That's the top audience this season on any network, and Fox's fourth-best college football game all-time and 80% better than the big noon Saturday average last season, which was a record for Fox. Week 2 was also up 24% for the combo of ABC, ESPN, ESPN2, and ESPNU. ESPN Digital also achieved its third best day of traffic all time on Saturday. Some of the highlights included Kentucky's win over Florida, delivered 4.33 million viewers, marking ESPN's best Saturday September game since 2018. BYU's win over Baylor at the 10.35 Eastern slot averaged 2.37 million viewers, which is ESPN's best late-night window since Texas Cal averaged 2.45 million back in 2016. And ESPN2 on Friday night averaged 1.85 million viewers for Louisville UCF, marking the network's best regular season game since 2017 and the best Friday night game since 2013. So after two weeks, ESPN College Football game viewing is up 60%, ESPN2 up 31%, FS1 is up 42%, and the Big Ten Network is up 125%. The Las Vegas Aces jumped out to a 2-0 lead in the WNBA Finals thanks to an 85-71 home win over the Connecticut Sun on Tuesday night at Michelob Ultra Arena. From a ratings perspective, Sunday's Game 1 on ABC averaged 555,000 viewers, marking the most-watched Game 1 in five years. Despite afternoon head-to-head competition from the NFL, Sunday's game peaked at 872,000 and is up 18% over Game 1 of last year's finals between the Phoenix Mercury and Chicago Sky, which drew 456,000 viewers. Last year's finals were played in mid-October due to the Summer Olympics break. 
Amazon has signed Little Caesars, DraftKings, and Mercedes-Benz USA as its sponsors for Thursday night football broadcast, which premieres tomorrow night. The company revealed its first brand deal with Carnival Cruise Line last week. Little Caesars, which is the official pizza of the NFL, is sponsoring the TNF Tonight pregame show, which will feature an on-screen QR code that leads viewers to a pizza delivery. DraftKings, meanwhile, will be the sponsor of the Gambling Odds presented in a segment on the pregame show called TNF Predictions. Audible, the audio streaming service owned by Amazon, is also a TNF sponsor. MLB Network will exclusively air the American League Division Series and the AL Championship Series in Spanish, its first time airing a playoff series in the language since 2016. Announcers for MLBN's Spanish language ALDS and ALCS telecasts will be announced in the coming weeks. In a statement, MLB Network President Bill Morningstar said the initiative perfectly aligns with Major League Baseball's ongoing effort to strengthen and expand its relationship with Latino baseball and sports fans. TBS will be the exclusive home of the ALDS and ALCS in English. Previously, MLB Network exclusively produced one Spanish League ALDS telecast in 2016. In addition to airing on MLB Network, the Spanish language ALDS and ALCS game telecasts will be available anywhere in the U.S. via an authenticated live stream to customers of participating pay TV providers through MLBnetwork.com slash watch. NBC Sports has hired former PointsBet Sportsbook head oddsmaker Jay Croucher to a new full-time role as the network's lead betting analyst, tapping him to add insights to a wave of new programming added since the hire of fantasy guru Matthew Barry. Already a frequent NBC contributor in his prior role at NBC's official sportsbook, Croucher will serve as co-host of a daily Bet the Edge sports betting podcast and regularly joined Barry as co-host of the daily Fantasy Football Happy Hour and Sunday Fantasy Football pregame show, both on Peacock. Croucher also will write for the NBC Sports Edge website and contribute betting analysis for NBC's regional sports networks. PointsBet will continue to use Croucher on content distributed across its platforms, though as an NBC analyst rather than an odds maker. And that's your SBJ Morning Buzzcast for Wednesday. I hope everyone has a great day, and we'll see you back here tomorrow morning.